Is it time to create something different with your life and your body? Right Body for You will inspire you and invite you to a different way of creating the body and the life you truly desire. Ready? Let's go. Here's your host, Danielle. And welcome to Right Body for You, everyone. I am your host, Danielle. Thank you for joining us today on this fun-filled call, which, you know what? I can't wait to see what this radio show brings up. Um, every week I get this fun and joy of, <laughs> of, of, of talking to you all and sharing tools to help you change your life, change your body, and everything else in between. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and introduce my guest now because if I know the two of us will just start giggling and then you'll be like, wait a minute, is there two of Danielle? Is she giggling outside of herself as well? <laughs> a little different. So let me introduce my fun guest today, my dear friend, Cara Wright. Um, hello, Cara. Hello. <laughs> um, Cara is really fun to play with. She is... Uh, she's a Talk to the Entity certified facilitator. She's an Access Consciousness uh, certified facilitator. She she does yoga. She teaches yoga. She teaches Bollywood dancing. And if you really feel like giving birth, she can help you because she's a it's a, she's a doula as well, you know. And she she does it with consciousness and awareness, and it's it's really such a gift. Um, so thank you, Cara, for joining me today and giggling. You're welcome. I'm very excited. I haven't been on the radio in a really <laughs> long time, so all of a sudden I which realized I, I was excited. Which I find funny, like five minutes before here, I'm like, wait a minute, the very first time I was on this network is when you had a show, and I was on your show. That is we, so funny. <laughs> we were talking about entities. And today we're talking about a different type of entity. Today we're talking about mysterious Earth, which I just like that. It's like, ooh, mysterious. Yeah. And isn't that a funny – I don't know. To me, that isn't – like when I saw the title, I was more like – it was like this sense of like um, coming home or like like that – if I'm willing to be aware of that and how like cool that actually is, like and how I like to feel mysterious and how the earth is so mysterious. There's so many things about this planet that we don't understand or know about, even though we have decided we know everything about it. Um, or, it's one of the or, yeah, or discovered yet. Right. Like where they say how much, like where you know you I don't know the exact numbers, but where they say we've actually explored more of space than we've explored of the oceans. I mean, to me that is just a bit mind-boggling because I wonder <laughs> what the heck is down there. Like I am such a curious um, person that that makes me wonder, and it's also oh. really exciting, you know. Oh, it's so exciting! I love it. As a matter of fact, one of my favorite things to watch are documentaries about the earth and I've watched several documentaries of how the earth was made yes. and which I find so interesting because each one's different it is true <laughs> they, everybody has oh their own theory and I'm really happy to know I'm not the only nerd on the planet 
that I end up watching no, no. all of these like nature shows and planet Earth and like how the Earth was created and like it has always oh, yeah. been a trip. In, in in the past week, I I've noticed on Netflix. I think Netflix or Amazon Prime. I don't know which of them. They have the Planet Earth chapters two, and so they have all the new ones, and they talk about the. Uh, islands, even cities. It's really interesting. So I'm excited about um I'm excited about the the second installment of the Planet Earth series. So no you're not the only geek out there. Which is why I invited Kara to join me today. Because no. honestly, this is kind of what we talk about anyways. You know, Kara <laughs> and I have known each other for a few years now and we get together and we talk about this stuff. And so today we're inviting you to listen in and join our conversations that we usually just have rambling on. We think we thought, hey, why not have this rambling on conversation about the earth that we like to talk about with all of you today? Um, so thanks for listening to the inside of our heads. Welcome. Hope we don't scare you too much. Um <laughs> The only difference is I'm not actually in my bathtub because that's where those conversations tend to occur. <laughs> Which is so true. Actually, go visual all you want, but she is usually in her, her bathtub. I am. For her, that's one of the funnest places for her to be. Um, which is, you know, it, which is where we talk about it's like, okay, the show's called Right Body for You. And so we're talking about um, Earth. It's like, where does this actually fit in together and I'm like <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. You know, let's 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 look at it at a base level. You know, what's your body made out of? The elements of Earth. Earth and body, the things can be found on a periodic table of elements, you know? I wanna I wanna see the parts of my body that has the gold in it, you know, AU and that would be cool. But yeah, you know, the metals and the oxygen and the on the water and all of that kind of fun stuff. And and have you ever felt better physically and emotionally when you go for a walk? Mm-hmm. Or like yesterday was the first day I've seen the sun in, in Utah here for a while. So after I got off of the call, um, it, was a, it was kind of an intense call, things going on. So I get off the call and I go out and I just lay on my porch and I'm like, hello, sun. And I just laid there for whoever knows how long. Yeah. You know, it could have been five seconds. It could have been five hours just going, ah, oh, thank you. And, and then I could get up and, you know, when the thought of going back to my computer didn't make me and my body nauseous, I went back to my computer and worked. And I know it was the earth and the sun and everything that, and in between that was helping me with that. Um, and so that's this is where we're going with this. Some of the things we're going to talk about. And... We're also going to talk about a special event, Access Consciousness and Right Body for You is doing April 22nd called Restoration of Communion with Earth Day, um, which that's a teaser. We'll get more to that. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to, I know I'm such a tease, uh, but uh, I do want to make sure that we start inviting you to that special event we're doing because Car and I are big fans of bodies. Car and I are big fans of the earth and um, how they work together and how we can contribute to it. And it contributes to us, which is some of what we're going to talk about today is we are always so worried about the earth. And I'm not saying not be. I'm not saying like poo-poo, you know, throw that out the door. 
but it's like we're always so focused on what we can do for the earth, what we can do for the earth, what we can do for the earth. We very rarely allow the earth to actually contribute to us more than, oh, I went outside and I felt better. But it's like, what else can the earth contribute to us? And is it asking to contribute things to us? And what would that even look like? And what if contributing to the earth also looks different than what we have thought? Okay. What if it's more than recycling? Yes. Huh? I'm just like, I have so much (laughs) stuff coming through right now. I'm like, I got to start writing this stuff down. I'm going to forget it all. (laughs) Yes. Write it down. That's why I have a pen and paper. (laughs) Yeah. What if, what if contributing to the earth is more than recycling? You know, like I drink a bottle of water at the airport and I put it in the plastics bin. What if it's more than that? And it, it really is. You know, I, um, let's, let's, we can start there. One of the things that Gary Douglas, founder of Access Consciousness, talks about is one of the most toxic things for the earth are our judgments and our points of view. Yes. And if you've ever listened to any of my Right Body View shows or workshops, more than five minutes, you know, one of my big, big, big soapboxes is judgment. Don't do it. Um, so what if that judgment, (laughs) just say no. So what if that judgment of yourself is not only impacting you, but it's also impacting the earth? And I feel, Cara, like we need sound effects for this radio show. So when I say things like, oh, what if it's not impacting just you? What if it's also impacting the earth? We need a bum, bum, bum. No, I'm happy to be a sound effect master. I will gladly. It's already in my head, so it's just, you know, letting it out. I tend to censor those things so I don't look like a wacko, but I'll just let them fly now. Hey, you're on the show with me. We already both look like wackos, so. (laughs) I know. Good company. (laughs) And everybody listening now in the past or in the future, um, how do they listen in the past? I don't know. It's your past. Let me know. Um, so, but, okay, so let's, let's, let's look at this. It's like, so how is judging ourselves impacting the earth? Um, you know, and for me, I've been looking at this a lot because I am fond of the earth. I am grateful for it. You know, it keeps me from flying off of it and gives me air to breathe and sunshine to play in and snow to play in occasionally, things like that. And it's like, but how is I having a judgment of myself affecting the earth? And so when I started looking at that, I'm like, well, have you guys ever noticed that earth and nature tends to be very fluid? Um, you know, I, I I was having I, I, I was having a moment. Well, I was having several moments because I was stuck on a plane on a tarmac because we couldn't take off yet in San Francisco on the way back the other day. And I was watching how the uh, wind from the engines, of you know, the, the propulsion engines, um, were blow, was blowing down the grass. And the grass was, a, it was obviously wild grass and nobody had mowed it because it was about, you know, a foot tall. And what was interesting is there was a type of weed there uh, that was not bowing over or bending to the 
to the wind, it was sticking straight up. And it was only about two feet tall. So it wasn't like it was a, um, a full-grown tree or anything like that. So it was fairly new in its growth as well. And other things around it were bowing over to the wind. And, you know, and so I started looking at I was like, oh, wow, you know, how, how amazing is that, that this, this it, growing in this weed tree, growing in this environment with this constant um, wind from all these jet engines right off the runway going by it, but it's standing stick straight and tall. And so first I went to, of course, well, it's like, you know, growing growing in a place of adversity and you can still be strong and you know that because a lot of medical metaphysicalness goes that way and then i actually kind of stopped and went wait a minute if i really tapped into the universe of this plant growing off the side of the runway where it's constantly getting you know pummeled by these intense winds it doesn't actually have a point of view about the winds it doesn't think it lives in a negative environment that it has to overcome. It's just like, this is where I'm growing. This is what it's like. Woohoo. And it just kept growing <laughs> with the with the strength that it needed, right? I was trying to project onto it that this harsh wind right. was a negative environment for it to grow strength, go strong and overcome. But it was like when I tapped into it, because it was literally this little plant tree was like, wait a minute. Don't put your judgments on me. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. I don't have a point of view. I'm not upset about this constant wind. It's just where I've chosen to grow. Watch me grow big and strong no matter what's going on. So it's like it had no point of view. It was completely fluid. <laughs> I love your plant voice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but, you know, for me, that was really an interesting uh thing it, it it showed me it's like it didn't have a judgment it didn't have a point of view that the wind was bad that yeah. it had to overcome it it was just where it was choosing to grow and it was just like oh these are the elements watch me grow yeah it and is, it is so, an interesting thing that whole idea of your point of view um but like projecting your point of view onto um, the earth where the earth is more just about being what it is, where it is, when it is. Yeah. And we, the, you know, human beings come along and have all these ideas and thoughts um, and projecting them onto things. And they're not really functioning for no. that. No, not at all. Unfortunately, this plant tree was like, <laughs> Slow your roll. I don't think so. And I was able to actually receive that. And I'm really, really, truly grateful for that. Um, okay, we're going to take our first quick little break, which I can't believe it's that time already. Um, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about this mysterious earth and our judgments impacting it. And does the earth desire to contribute to us? You know, what does it actually think about us walking on its back? as some people like to say, okay? So this is Right Body For You. I'm your host, Danielle, with special guest, Cara Wright, and we will be right back. The life and the body you secretly hope for is possible. Somewhere you know that, right? What if creating that body and life is not about deprivation and sacrifice? Would you be willing to choose it? What if it could be as simple as changing how you look at things? 
Right Body for You with Danielle is a different kind of radio show. Each week, Danielle invites you to you. She shares simple tools that you can use immediately to create changes in your body and your life. Something different begins now. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. If you'd like to email a question, please send it to danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back to Right Body for You. I am your host, Danielle, otherwise known as sometimes the voice in your head. Welcome. Um, today, <laughs> today I have a special guest, a dear friend of mine who I giggle with often and frequently, uh, Cara Wright, and we're talking about the mysterious Earth. Um, I think you know, you're saying yeah. that. Super significant. <laughs> Which, again, is one of those very interesting points of view we do with the Earth that doesn't necessarily contribute to it, right? I don't know how you feel when you get super significant about you, but sometimes it can feel pretty um, irritating and a bit, what's that word, um, where you're, I don't remember the word, but just, um, anyway. Sometimes being really restrictive, honorary, but, reactive. Yeah. Yes, all of those. Like constricting is the word. <laughs> <laughs> like when something gets really significant about you, it's like, oh god, you just I, like I'm just talking for myself. I just like literally want to flee the scene, and so I like makes you wonder, you know, like how much more, you know, if you were to be have a sense of humor about things that go on with the planet, would that actually create the change that we're looking to create? planet and how much is it absolutely looking to play with ourselves right do you just say play with ourselves well that would be fun too i didn't say that (laughs) oh my gosh let's go there (laughs) okay well sorry it's just like because when you're talking about constrictive and you know how we project these things onto the earth i also just got a visual of the earth like speeding up and flinging some of us off it's like get off 
at some point in time, it may resort to that. <laughs> well, absolutely. It is like, and you know, and we've talked about your point of view creates your reality. Yeah. Your reality doesn't create your point of view. And so when, you know, like we've been talking about how we do these things where we project onto the earth uh, things like there's a, a hole in the ozone or we're running out of water or we have to recycle. And it's like how much of this is actually solidifying, you know, some of these things. Not that we can't be aware and take care of the earth. Let me do that disclaimer. I'm all for it. I'm very fond of it, very grateful for it. But how much of, oh, my gosh, we're killing the planet every time we drink from a bottle of water, how much of that is actually harming the earth instead of actually being a contribution? Because there's being aware and there's also judging the rightness and the wrongness of it. Um, you know, I, I'm a big student of history. I was, of course, I was in high school before I found out that my history teachers thought the stories they were telling me actually were true. Um, so I always find that interesting. But, you know, like Car and I both talked about, we watched these documentaries about how the earth was made and everyone was different and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I have an archaeology degree, so I've literally studied, you know, mankind from the beginning. <laughs> That's entertaining. I love that you have it's that. True. I know who it is. I forgot that you had that. I have the, I have the most random level. You're just I like have I the most am. random stuff. Yes. Um, so which which we're actually hoping we're making some sort of sense to you guys and not just in our heads. Anywho. That's true. Um, so you know, so why I bring this up about the history thing is just to simply illustrate there has been less change on the planet in the past 2,000 years than there has been since the creation of the Earth. And, you know, I find it really interesting because, like, just studying human, the evolution of man itself, uh, you know, it took hundreds of thousands of years for us to pick up a rock and go, hey, I could use this for something more than just looking at it. Oh, wait, I can break things open with this. Oh, wait a minute. You know, and then it took another couple hundred thousands of years. And wait a minute, if I make it a little bit pointy, I can actually do something else. And, yeah. you know, and like just, you know, I, what's interesting is when I live with, when I live here, when I'm here in Utah, I live in a dry lake bed, literally. I, it's a prehistoric lake called Lake Bonneville that has since dried up and has given us the very tangy, salty salt lake and then the Bonneville salt flats, right? These are the leftovers. So I literally live in a dry lake bed. And it's taken hundreds and thousands and millions of years for this to do this. And so in the past 2,000 years, there's been so little change. Is it because things are slowing down or is it because we're freaking thinking more and asking more from the earth of things like, I really like this weather like this, so how about we have a mild winter because I don't want to be inconvenienced with a lot of driving in the snow or shoveling, heaven forbid, so let's have a mild winter. And so what do you know, we have a mild winter and then the earth is going, I need water, you know, and various things. So it's like our points of view and what we're asking of the earth, it pays attention. And it's giving us a lot of that. 
And so I'm going to go back to what I was saying before. So how much of, oh, my gosh, we're killing the earth with, you know, using the trees. We're killing the earth with this plastic is how much of that are we actually creating yeah. with those judgments and those points of view? Well, and to expand on that a little bit, too, it doesn't necessarily have to be, I mean, it can be that. And then it also can be the thing that keeps coming up for me is like in Seattle, I live in Washington State, but in Seattle, they have this whole recycling program where you there are rules in the way that in which you recycle, and there's like and it's like pretty complicated system. And if you do not follow the rules, you you get fined. Like you, like, and so it's like how there is a big difference when you look energetically at um, recycling. We're choosing to do things that contribute to the planet. That is actually something that lightens up your world and you enjoy doing and and doing it because you don't want to get fined for money you know you don't want to get fined because you (laughs) accidentally put the plastic in with the cardboard oh my god so it's like off so you know and like how much irritation and how much anger does that create in people's universes and how much um like disregard and separation does that create with from the planet where you're almost put upon in the sense of taking care and being a steward of the planet, as opposed to really looking at how can I contribute and be a steward of the planet. And there's so, that's just Seattle. There are so many places where people um, have a point of view of what's going to change the planet, how the planet is supposed to change or that it shouldn't change. And then they basically not just project it, but demand other people follow what they've decided is correct, which most people aren't really super happy at being demanded to do a certain thing and then having to follow that demand and then being in trouble, quote-unquote, or financially being asked to pay a fine <laughs> if they don't follow it. Um, it's, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm always so good at being told what to do. What? I mean, I hear I stuff like that, and I'm like, you know what? Just because you told me to do that, I am going to put plastic in with the cardboard. And I find because that is like my my standard, you know, like don't tell me what to do. Um, and does that actually contribute to the planet? Is the question now? If you're somebody who really like like the, you also see these artists on the planet who take things that would normally be seen as a trash or something that we would need to recycle, and they create amazing things with these things. They create art. Or they create, like, whatever it is that they create. And that is such a different energy than being forced to recycle because that's your duty to the planet. So, you know, just being willing to look at where you're actually doing, contributing to the planet from other people's points of view because you feel like you have to because you don't, you're not in, you don't, you're not choosing it. And where you could play with, things like you know would it be fun for you to do composting and 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 add it to your garden do you even like to garden i mean if someone doesn't like to garden that's going to be annoying right <laughs> it's like what would it look like if we started to choose to contribute to the planet in ways that actually we enjoy yes that might actually start to change something absolutely and you know and i'm so glad you brought up the art thing because you know we have a friend named nancy who lives in texas who you know she doesn't she doesn't necessarily pick up pieces of what people would call trash and create art out of it although I've seen her do that too 
But one of the main things she does is she takes pictures. And she can take what we would initially think is desolate, trash, uh, a broken down station or just these amazing things. And she sees beauty in it all and the energy she puts towards the photos or even when you're standing there talking to her and you're like, oh, my gosh, look at this pile of trash. And she's like, isn't it beautiful? I've had this conversation with her. I'm like, oh, look at this pile of trash. She goes, isn't it beautiful? And I'm like, excuse me? What are you seeing? Right? Because I'm seeing a pile of trash that smells. And she looks and she's like, well, no, you know, look at how the light is here and look at the colors. And then, you know, look at how, you know, she's like, see that piece of food. I know the squirrels are going to come and chew on that apple and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, wow. And just seeing her energy has changes it and so it's like like you're saying what can we do not from the i have to i'm told to because what kind of energy is that projecting versus the this is fun for me this is something that will contribute to me as well as the earth um so i i love that she's just it's fun to see it's fun to see the world through her eyes she literally sees beauty and everything and where are we not willing to do that? Even if it's like, oh, see the beauty in ourselves or something like that? I know. I know. Crazy topic. <laughs> Maybe a little much for today. I get that. Um, but so one thing, we're going to take a quick little break. But I do want to make sure we let you guys know about Access Consciousness is doing this Restoration of Communion with Earth Day. Um, it's on April 22nd. And what we're doing is asking you to really be in communion with your body, be in communion with the earth, um, and and to start to acknowledge the ways you contribute to it and it contributes to you. And and we also have an access body process that we're gonna be running all over the all over the the planet. And it's like, so if we can have 24, 36 hours where we have thousands of people around the world contributing to the earth and allowing the earth to contribute to it with no judgment, no point of view, it's like, what is that going to create for the future, for consciousness, for the planet, for ourselves? Um, So you can go to Facebook and go to Restoration Communion with Earth uh, group um, and start to get more information about it, and we are just starting um, to talk about it. So a lot of more information is coming up about how you can get involved. Um, So please do check that out. Um, So we're going to take our our little break, and when we come back, gosh, I wish I could say I know what we're going to talk about when we come back, but with Cara and I. Right. It's surprising it is, it is, you know, so it'll surprise us, so I hope you join us because, you know what, it'll probably surprise you too. Half the times when Car and I are talking, the stuff that comes out of her mouth, I'm like, hey, that's pretty cool. Who just said that? Oh, that was me. Um, <laughs> well, it's like, because I'm like, who wrote, I'm like, I asked Car at the beginning, I'm like, who wrote the description for the show? She goes, I didn't do it. I'm like, oh, I guess I did. I'm like, huh, that sounds pretty cool. So something's always surprising. So we hope you join us. This is Danielle with special guest Cara Wright on Right Body For You on the Inspired Choices Network. And guess what? We'll be right back. 
the life and the body you secretly hope for is possible. Somewhere you know that, right? What if creating that body and life is not about deprivation and sacrifice? Would you be willing to choose it? What if it could be as simple as changing how you look at things? Right Body for You with Danielle is a different kind of radio show. Each week, Danielle invites you to you. She shares simple tools that you can use immediately to create changes in your body and your life. Something different begins now. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. If you'd like to email a question, please send it to danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Welcome back to Right Body for You. I am your host, Danielle, with my special guest, dear friend, Kara. Um, today we're talking about the mysterious. You said earth. that like a question. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm still here, and I'm still your friend. <laughs> and my name is still Kara. Good to know. So funny. And I have it recorded. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> today, yes, today we're talking about the mysterious earth. Basically, what if it's not what, what if the earth isn't what we have been taught it is or thought it is yeah. or speculated it is? You know, the, the earth is, is an amazing organism full of awareness for itself. You know, I, I know a lot of people look at the earth of and and they do see the beauty of it, um, the trees, the mountains, the water, the sunsets, you know, and 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 all of that kind of stuff. It's like you also see the magic and the consciousness of it. You know, it's kind of like uh, the story I told at the beginning of the show of that little tree talking to me. It's like I'm not just hearing voices. <laughs> This is actually, you know, the earth, the earth talking to me and me receiving information. And, you know, and for me, you know, we talk about beautiful sunsets and stuff. And it's like, well, of course, because, you know, the way the atmosphere is, um, is formed and the different layers 
as the sun sets and the light refracts and it does this and, you know, you get the colors, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, cool. And it's still magical. You know, I'm for me, just because science explains it doesn't take any of the magic away from it. As a matter of fact, I'm like, how friggin' magical is that all of this lined up to give me a purple sunset tonight? Thank you. Right. Who says that friggin' isn't magic? Yeah, um, and it's interesting because when you're talking about that, the thing that kind of popped for me is, you know, there's the Japanese gentleman who did all those studies with um, the yeah. water and how, you know, mm-hmm. our point of view changes what the water is able to show up as. And so if you think about how you are with the planet, with the earth, in whatever way it is, like whether it's just nature or if it's, you know, even animals on the planet, anything you like project at something or anything that you decide something is, that's that's the space you give it to show up as what it can be. And when you were talking about um, at the very beginning of the break, it's like how much have we decided we all have to have the same experience of the planet? Like what if your experience yeah. of the planet is really different than mine? Like when you look at a sunset and I'm looking at a sunset, you experience it the way, you know, really it's kind of through your filters, but it also is based on what your point of view is. And I I am the same way. And so, you know, where have you, you know, anybody who's listening, where have you actually bought other people's points of view of how you're supposed to experience the planet in any regard that is actually stopping you from knowing what it is you know about the planet, knowing how or being how you could be with the planet that would give you a different experience of it you know whereas like you're saying like you know there's some things that really light you up and everybody's so different like I'm the same way you know there's some things that really light me up about the planet and I often wonder if that's one of the ways the earth is willing to contribute to us is to really let us know like you actually know something about this but oftentimes if nobody else sees it the way that you see it the way that you can describe how you're seeing it then you think what you're witnessing or experiencing isn't happening like you said that that plant was actually communicating with you um oftentimes people would never even consider that's a possibility which is a huge way we cut off our awareness of the planet right because oh my gosh plants can't talk to you you cray cray (laughs) (laughs) right except when i I've been gone for a little bit, and I walk back in, and the person watching my cat doesn't water the plants. I walk in, and I hear this, hello, water me. I know. I am so sorry. Screaming at you. I am so sorry. And then I look at people. I'm like, how could you have not heard them screaming at you? They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, never mind. Um, And and it's interesting that you're talking about, you know, how we view things differently. Because right before the show, I was talking to a friend of mine. Who does art and she just painted this photo or painted a photo. That's a cute trick. She painted this painting. Well, what's interesting is she actually did paint a photo and then she found the photo later. That's a whole other story. Um, And so she showed me this painting. She showed me a picture of the painting and I'm like, oh my gosh, do you see this face here? And she's like, no, but do you see this face here? I'm like, no, but do you see this face here? And we realized we weren't seeing faces the same. And it was all what our point of view and what we were perceiving in that art um, 
so yeah and it's the same as the earth you know i talked about watching the clouds and different shapes and things like that um what if and your it's point not of having actually, any judgment of it yeah and also like what if like things can literally show up differently for you because of your choices with whether or not you project anything at it or even if you have like a different point of view like if you don't buy into all the intensity of destruction like say your friend you know she finds beauty in those things um if you don't buy into everything you know it's what that that is where you can create a different space with the planet so that you know most people would walk by that trash and go oh my god it's trash ew 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 why doesn't someone take care of that or they would pick it up but it would be from a point of view of like oh my god this is like horrible and what if the trash just yeah. wants someone to go, wow, you're, you're, you're pretty too, you know, or you're loud. It's okay that you're not, you know, <laughs> so yes, I'm talking about well, yeah, and giving, giving trash a pep talk. That is what I'm talking about right now. In case you giving think. trash a pep talk. Uh, we should have titled the show that giving trash a pep talk. Um, you shut up. But yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's, about it, not necessarily it, the bad, horrible things we're projecting at it. You know, for example, when, you know, I live in Utah, and a number of years ago in southern Utah, there were some massive fires, you know, between here and Colorado. Um, and, and, yes, the fires themselves were beautiful. And where I'm going with this is, like, what if we allow the earth to do what it requires? Um, yes, get the people out of the fire. Sorry if your house got destroyed. What else is possible? You know, yes, what can I contribute to that? And what's interesting is it's been a number of years. We're talking like five, seven years or more or 10 years. It's been a while, folks. And, um, what I learned about fires like that is the earth can actually have a fire and it helps it reseed itself. It is almost mm-hmm. like a wash for itself. So it's like, we, yes, yeah. I'm sorry for the people whose houses died or house or people died in their house and got destroyed. And I, yes, I'm sorry. How can I contribute to you and, and you know, yeah. help you um, come away from that? And what if it's not the horrible tragedy that so many acres were burned? What if it was the earth going, ha, ah, I'm washing myself with fire and now I'm going to grow again. Because now when I go yeah. through those areas, it's beautiful, it's lush, and yeah. it's different. But that's okay. It's the earth asking to do that. Um, you know, like with the earthquakes and things like that, it's like, what is the earth actually contributing for itself? And it, it's interesting because, you know, Houston, I go to Houston a lot. I used to live there and there's a lot of access consciousness class there. And what's interesting is during when I lived there, I could actually feel the earth. Uh, you know, have you guys ever done that where you're like, you're anxious to take the next step and you're kind of like wiggling going, okay, can I do it now? Can I do it now? Can I do it now? And you can't start yet. You can't start yet. So you're just like, okay, can I, can I please? No, no. Okay. No. Can I do it now? No. Okay. And I'm like, what is going on in Houston that is constantly like this energy of like, can I do it now? No. Can I do it now? No. I'm like, what the freak is going on? And then I learned that the city of Houston itself is a swamp. You know, the original port 
for that area it was on the Gulf Coast in the city of Galveston. And then a huge hurricane came through, destroyed the city. And so two brothers moved inland to the swamp, dredged the swamp, and made the city of Houston. And so what I was actually perceiving was the earth underneath constantly going, can I be a swamp now? No, okay, I'll wait. Can I be a swamp now? And we're like, no, 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 we have these buildings. We have these roads. We have these things. We have to. We have a city here we have to maintain. It's like, okay, I won't be a swamp yet. Can I be a swamp now? No, okay. Can I be a swamp? No. <laughs> And it's really interesting to start to perceive this. So it's like, not that I'm asking for the city of Houston to be destroyed. I'm very fond of it and the people there. As a matter of fact, the, the, pe- the woman who loves trash lives in Houston, okay? Don't give me, I don't want it to go away. But it's like, what if we could actually allow the earth to do what it requires as well without the judgment of like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. Yeah. What it can, yeah. you know, the, the people get destroyed. I, I sympathize with that. What can we do to contribute to that? And what if the actual act itself is it's the negative thing that well, and also uh, too, like we, when you're talking about, it. yeah, and when you're talking about natural disasters, and I think we'll be talking about the body process soon. But it's one of the things about natural disasters is if you were actually willing to perceive what the earth was choosing, you would end up not in those areas where those things were happening. Like you would all of a sudden know to be gone or you would just end up somewhere different when things happen. So it's not that you also have to be just a victim to random um, nature experiences, which a lot of people think that's what those are. But the earth often gives us a lot of information before it does those kinds of dramatic things. Yeah. So... The body well, and it's like that tsunami. Help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, that tsunami, what happened? I forget. I'm sorry. My brain's a little fried. Um, that tsunami that happened like, I don't know, 15 years ago or something, 15, 20 years ago, you know, the other day. And, I don't know um, if it was that long ago, but yes, the one where all the yeah. animals and, found themselves in places that were okay and all the people yes. went out into the area where it was going to get, yeah, that one. <laughs> yes, that one. And and yeah. what we're trying to say with only a few words is the only animals that died in this huge tsunami that came in were the ones that were in cages that couldn't get yeah. out. You know, elephants pulled up their stakes and like, ha, 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 I know we let you think that we're just picked, picketed here, but um, we're going to go now because, you know, something's coming. Head to high ground. But one thing that the animals can are willing to do is be in that communion with Earth. They're willing to go. Oh, oh, Earth, you're you're rumbling. You're bringing in something. The energy has changed. Okay, well, we're gonna go. And one of and the it's more things just that it's not like it's not like a fleeing like where we even do this fleeing energy, right? Animals, I think it's like it's not a cognitive thing. It's not like they get this hit there says, I'm going to have an earthquake, and they go, okay, I'm leaving. They're just aware, yeah. okay, there's something yeah. shifting and changing, and I'm just going to go over here for now. It's There's not like this like running away Judgment. from or running to or, yeah, exactly. There's not a huge um, intensity where that's concerned. The rightness or wrongness of it. It's just what is going on. And which brings us to the body process, restoration of communion with earth. 
Uh, Access Consciousness has this dynamic body process, which is why I run it in every one of my Right Body for You workshops because it's one of my favorite body processes ever. Um, And it helps to get you in that communion. What if you could have the instantaneous non-thought communication with the earth like the animals do? Um, Or with the animals, even your houseplants. And or your, I know, body, hello. Um, and That's so, a crazy idea. And, Stop it. I know, crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, but so Kai and I are working with this team for this Restoration and Communion with Earth Day. Um, and so what we're going to invite you all to do is to get together and run this amazing hands-on access body process um, that actually helps you restore that communion, not just communication, guys, but that communion, which is that oneness, that instantaneous, that energetic uh, conversation, communication, is a communion. It's truly communion with the earth, which will help give you that information of everything around it. Um, there's a number um, of ways you can become involved. You can host a class. If you're a class, facilitator, you're a facilitator, you can go to a class. You can to grab a friend and do it. Or you can, you can run it on your animal. Mean with Earth. Oh, yes. yes. I mean, if you don't have and people around you, I mean, you could go out into, you could go for a hike, and you can just ask for the energy of the process to run on your body. And, I mean, there's so many ways you can play with these processes you can I oftentimes will run that process when I am in the tub um, and it just with water Mm. nurturing yes it's wonderful so don't do that Um, no don't do that will you talk I seem to be echoing a little bit will you talk about the group restoration community and how they can find it on Facebook Um, I'm not totally, is it just Restoration of Communion with Earth group? So they can search for it. Yeah, just Restoration of Communion with Earth group. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the, as a matter of fact, I think that, Rhonda, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, Rhonda put it in the replay or in the chat, in the link. Like if you're listening to it right now, you can go on the page and find a link to it. And Rhonda also joined it while we were chatting, which I'm pretty excited about that. Thank you, Rhonda. I saw that little notification come up. Um, and it, there's no charge, you guys, to join the group. Just come on in and start start playing with us. And and you no, know, and there's so many levels to it. This is a fun process. You know, Cara was talking about it. She runs it in the bathtub, which hey, you're surrounded by water, your body, earth everywhere. I even do it when I'm on a plane. You don't actually have to be on the earth to run this process. Um, I am on a plane running restoration community with earth and it helps me to um my body feels better which is it does not feel like you're on you're in a plane with a bunch of other bodies that are some freaking out like that it helps with that it totally does yeah totally (laughs) and so i i do encourage you to become involved um, it is on Earth Day because we thought, why not? We're going to play with that energy as well. So find the Facebook group, Restoration of Communion with Earth. And what will 24, 36 hours of thousands of thousands of people around the Earth contributing to the Earth, allowing it to contribute to us, getting that communion? And it's more than just about taking care of the Earth. It's also about contributing to your life. 
Um, one thing, when I'm more in communion with my body and more in communion with the earth, my life is better, faster, easier, more joyful. Even when weird freaking things happen, I'm more joyful. Um, yeah. So there are so many different things that you can use this for. And those of you who may be freaked out about hands-on body process, don't worry about it. You keep your clothes on. The most you do is take off your socks well, and your <laughs> shoes. It is one of the uh, easier so it's processes not as scary. to run. Yeah, it is one of the easier processes to run. And you don't have to think that you're a body worker or even somebody who knows how to do energy work or anything like that. You don't even have to have the point of view that it's even working when you're doing it. You can actually just yeah. do it and just have no point of view about what what it's creating, if it's working, if you're working, you know, all those things that people do. <laughs> all those fun judgments we have when we are, you know, doing something new. So, just try it. See what shows up. Yeah, so we we encourage you guys to explore this. Because, you know, Cara and I have had a lot of fun today. We joke, we laugh, we have a good time. And we're really inviting you to change your point of view, not only about what contribution is, but what contribution is to the earth, from the earth, with your body. And that what if not judging you is one of the greatest contributions you can do for the planet. And what if you can allow the planet to contribute to you in ways you never thought was possible? Um, you know, what if it would, what else is possible for the world or for the planet for you when you're allowing you to be you and the earth to be it and whatever else is in between and yes, we're being vague on some of these things because we're not contracting anything. Like Cara and I talked about earlier, how you experience a sunset is different than how I experience a sunset. So what is this going to look like for you? We have no idea, but we we encourage you to join us and check it out. Um, so thank you, Cara, for playing with us today. Please go My to uh, Restoration Community. Restoration and Communion with Earth group on Facebook and join in. Um, we're going to have so much fun, lots of information coming up. Have a fun week, a great week. Enjoy your body, enjoy the Earth, because guess what? Your body and the Earth are enjoying you too. And until then, until next week, have fun, everyone. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Right Body for You. Danielle will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you and your body will join us. Until then, have fun. <laughs>